Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. This podcast will teach you how to get healthy and remain that way naturally. Good day to you, listener. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. My name's Aaron. I'm here with Dr. Banning. Dr. Banning, you doing okay today? Yeah, I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for asking. Yeah, I've got a lot of uh, a lot of stuff going on here at the office. I noticed y'all are expanding and growing, and and it's just it's exciting. It's an exciting time. It's our home away from home, so you know we want to make our home away from home enjoyable for us, the patients, and the staff. Yes, and it's comfortable here. I like it. I'm, I'm always thrilled yeah. to, to walk in. And that's kind of leading us to our topic today, which is a little different than what we normally talk about. Today, we're going to discuss what um, a client or a, a patient can expect on their very first day walking in to White House chiropractic and uh, and wellness. Because I remember I didn't know what to expect, and I was a little anxious my first day coming in as a client or yeah. a, as a patient. Yeah. Um we try to put ourselves in the shoes of the patient that's walking in. And prior to them coming to us, they probably had several people tell them that they should go to a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. And um, they'll have gone to their regular doctor. They'll have taken pills, pain pills, medications, and things like that. Uh, they might try physical therapy. They may try stretching and going to the gym, just doing a lot of self-help things. And... You know, when they're not satisfied with what the results are getting, they'll come in here. Usually it's the last thing that they do is they'll come here. Why is that? I don't understand it. I just had a patient here. I've been painting the, the walls and stuff like that here. And I had a patient come in. We're open Saturdays for massages and stuff. And um, he came in, and this guy does body work. And he is just tore up. He's got uh, just all kinds of arthritis in his hands. And he's done body work for over 30 years. And so his thumbs were locking up on him. He couldn't do anything. He was going to the doctor, trying to get injections, just all kinds of things. Wow. And um, he told me about it. I said, hey, put this laser on your hand. This was after a massage. And uh, he's like, my thumbs are no longer hurting me. My thumbs feel awesome. In fact, he left and <laughs> he called me up and he said, hey, I'm able to open up a creamer and pour it in my coffee. He, he could not do that. Wow. His thumbs were that bad. You know, you think of a thumb, you got a pose. That's the difference between us and apes. True. And monkey, Well, there's a little more, but I mean, that was sort of a slap or a joke maybe. <laughs> um, but anyhow, so he's telling me all the people he's going to talk to, and he has this big business and everything. He says, Doc, I've been telling everybody, and nobody just seems to believe me when I tell them that. Isn't that funny? It's interesting, you know, and um, I mean, I've that happens all the time, and so you know, but a lot of patients are just fearful of the unknown, or they've heard stories or wives' tales, and I was when somebody tells me something that they've heard, I'll ask, "Well, where'd you hear that?" I, you know, I saw it on TV or something. <laughs> I'm like, you try to get their source of information, but yeah, we've been doing this for 30 years, and um, I can tell you what chiropractic is and what it isn't. Well, what is it? Well, uh, what chiropractic is, it's the, it's the uh, drugless, non-surgical healing um, art that uh, deals with the alignment and function of your spine and your nervous system. And so the premise is, is your nervous system controls everything. And as if you do any kind of reading at all, the nervous system is king. 
If your nervous system isn't working, your immune system's probably not working, you're probably not sleeping, and you don't have to have pain. And stress, environment, affects the function of your nervous system. So we have a stressed brain, we have a stressed body. We have a stressed body, we have a stressed brain. They connect. You can't separate them. They're woven together. So in this thing we call life, um, we live in a gravity world, and so our spine is exposed to different forces, forward, backwards, accidents, sporting injuries, things like that. And so when that takes place, it creates a stress on the spine. Spine gets out of alignment, forward head posture, people sitting, you know, 24 hours, well, not 24 hours a day. Um, <laughs> six days a week, probably seven or eight hours a day. We get a lot of those for 25, 30 years. Yeah. And so, you know, the spine houses your spinal cord. And your head weighs 10 to 12 pounds. It's sitting on the end of your spine. And so, you know, people don't think of chiropractic, but that's exactly what they should think of. If they have poor posture or any kind of trauma to their spine, that's what we, that's what we work with. So, Well, let's, let's go to step one. If somebody wants to visit White House Chiropractic and Wellness, do they need an appointment or do they just walk in or do you do both or how does that work? Well, they can certainly walk in and speak to a, a warm body if yeah. that's what they want to do. And uh, there will be either Sue or Carla or Joyce. They answer the phone, and they also interact with the patients. And so, um, you know, typically, I'm guessing, because I don't sit up at the front all the time, but typically what it'll be like, well, are you an insurance? Do you have insurance that would okay. cover, or do you pay cash? And then we would go over the coverage with them and so forth, and then... Um, they would fill out paperwork. And the paperwork's really important because we want to know what they've tried. Okay. What have you tried so far that hasn't worked? That's really important. Um, you know, what procedures have you had? And a lot of them have had some pretty risky procedures. You know, maybe an injection or maybe a uh, surgery that didn't work out. Or maybe they've been to the physical therapist. Um, or tried various things that just didn't. They, didn't, they weren't satisfied with the results. And so once I have knowledge of that, I'm able to understand, you know, what medications they've tried, things like that. And then what I do is I explain what we do and how it's different. And so I'll, I'll pull out a little simple model of the spine. I'll show them, you know, hey, these are two bones. Between each bone is a disc. If you look inside of these bones, there's an opening that contains your spinal cord. There's 24 bones in your spine. Between each bone, there's a pair of nerves that come off your spinal cord to go to different parts of your body. So we have numbered vertebrae in your spine. And depending on what type of problem you have, what level of your spine is suffering? In other words, out of alignment, stuck, not moving, has arthritis in it, where the pinched nerve is, etc. That will tell me what type of problem you're going to have versus somebody in the next room. So you can have a bone out of place at the top of your spine. That's where the atlas is. That is, you know, atlas in Greek mythology held the world up. Oh, yeah. So the C1 is called the atlas. And um, that's right where the brainstem is. So there's some incredible things that can take place when you have a subluxation at C1 that can alter your life. You can have dizziness, blurred vision, loss of balance, high blood pressure, um, ringing in the ears temporal mandibular joint dysfunction that's jaw problems severe headaches just horrible things and this is the thing 
what I do is unique. I look for these areas. When you go to Vanderbilt, when you go to the Mayo Clinic, they do not look for these. So they will not manifest. And it'll be like, well, I can't figure this out. Or they'll run them through all these experimental treatments that don't work and have horrible side effects. Um, I can give you so many examples of people that have been to the ivory towers and spent hundreds of thousands of dollars. And what I'll do, this is one. Um, this lady, she had pseudotumor cerebri, horrible blood pressure. She had shunts in her cerebral spinal fluid to take the pressure off of her brain mm. and put it back into her system. And she'd been everywhere. She'd been to Vanderbilt. And all I wanted to do is put my hand around the base of her skull and her jaw and gently lift. I did that. And she was like, voila, pain gone. Wow. Okay. So from that point, we did further investigating. We found out she would respond to chiropractic care very well. She did. And she sent us a ton of patients. That's awesome. Yeah. And there's lots of stories like that. You talk to any chiropractor that does this type of practice, looking for these areas in the spine, correcting them and getting the nervous system to function better. They got all these stories. It's commonplace after a while. What frustrates me is I get used to it. Yeah. But the patient that experiences is not used to it. No. When their blood pressure drops and they get off their medication or when they start sleeping where they miss like a dozen days of sleep in a row and all of a sudden they're sleeping, um, the relationship's better. Yeah. Less stress, less moody. Um, libido is better. Um, all kinds of things that happen when you get the nervous system functioning better, when you improve posture, um, when you get those things working. And so C1 is a big deal. So that's going to give you the, you know, the dizziness. It's going to give you just a lot of different problems with your organs in your body. Then if we go down at the base of the neck, that's C5, C6, those bones have nerves that come out and go into your arms, hands, and fingers and into your neck. Um, and so you're going to have problems with all those. Now, this is interesting research. Um, I do some uh, motor vehicle accident injuries, and uh, I like to look at the research. I'm always trying to update research. And I came across some research a couple days ago that talked about if you have had a motor vehicle collision and you experienced a whiplash in your neck, the majority of people over a period of time will develop scar tissue in that neck and they will develop thyroid problems. It's in the research. It's in the literature. Don't believe me? Check it out. Google it. You might not get the good research with the Google, but it's there in C6 and C7 and C5 go right to the thyroid. Wow. Yeah. So what they're proving in research, we see in our office every day. That's, that, that's fascinating Crazy. to me. It is. It, it really is. is because yeah. you, the world tells us through television, through whatever means that, you know, you got to go under the knife. You got to take this pill. You've got to. Yeah, yeah it's the pill. And I, I've run into some really frustrating things. I Actually, I had a patient. Uh, she is a pharmacy tech. And uh, she lives in the drug world. And she's going into psychology. And I asked her, I said, well, what are you going into psychology for? This was her reason. This was her calling. She said, I'm tired of seeing people hooked on drugs. Yeah. That was her calling. That was why she wanted to be a psychologist. Not just a few people, a lot of people. I'm sure. And so we'll get people that have just like a garden variety of pain and their doctor's recommending opioids. That's insane. It is. Now, I'm not saying it's happening around my area. 
I did have a patient that come in that happened. They were a young person. I don't, it's not the majority of doctors, but when it happens, it's horrible. Uh, let me stop you there because in the local news last night was a story of a local doctor that was prescribing opioids without even seeing the patients. Oh, he, he, he's been arrested now, but he was, he had uh, thousands and thousands of people had gone through his just website or, or phone. I think it was just a phone call. He would call in opioids for minor pains. Yeah. And, and uh, Big Pharma, Big Pharma doesn't mind. They don't mind making the billions of dollars. But this is a deal. This is what a lot of people would ask, and this is a very honest question. How does chiropractic differ from taking a pain pill? Yes. Okay. And so we'll get to a point with a patient, and uh, they'll see the arthritis in their neck. They'll see the reverse curve in their neck, and they'll see that the bones are not moving, creating stress on their nervous system. And at that point, after we've just, you know, gone over all the issues that they're dealing with in their life and how they're just not functioning well, what pill or drug will ever get this problem to function better so your nervous system works better, so you have better mobility, so you sleep better? And they'll look at me and just scratch their head and say, man, I don't know because I've tried them all. Yeah. Okay. And so what I'll say is I'll put my hands right over that segment that's subluxate that needs to be corrected. I'll say, you can cover this up with as much Tylenol, Advil, ibuprofen, morphine, Toradol, whatever you want to put on there. And as soon as the medication wears off, what happens? It comes right back, I'm sure. It comes back. And guess what? We have this same problem here that you've had for years most people will find a symptom and it's like you look at their x-rays this problem has been going on for years because it takes 20 years to develop this much arthritis at that segment and so that's why we need to do something different and they're like okay so that's what we that's what we talk about and so if you got a subluxation between your shoulders um, an area that's stuck not moving Creating stress, oftentimes forward head posture will cause this. You can have problems with breathing. You can have problems with your heart rate, with your blood pressure, indigestion, heartburn, gallbladder, all kinds of things. And so, you know, I, I can't tell you how many times during my career we've had people come into us after they came to the ER saying, oh, you just have a pinched nerve, thinking yeah. they were having a heart attack. Now, you just keep going to the ER. Don't come to me if you're having a heart attack. <laughs> right. Yes. But when we check them, it's like, yeah, you're subluxated. And then we adjust them and all that chest pain goes away. So, and then the lower back. Lower back has nerves that go into your legs, feet, toes, pelvis, prostate, large intestine, all the organs of the body. And so one of the things I'll share with people is if you have a problem with L5S1, those are the two bottom bones in your spine where all the weight is where most arthritis takes place, I just say, hey, listen, how's your prostate? You know, it's funny you mentioned that. My prostate is swollen and inflamed. Well, you know, those nerves that are compressed at L5-S1 causing your leg pain, they also go to your prostate. Hmm. Okay? So when things shut down, like when your nerves shut down and they run your prostate or they run your large intestine, there's not really a treatment you can do to correct that unless you get the pressure off of that nerve and that nerve is going to function better. Okay. Okay. If you're bone on bone, the nerve is being compressed. There's no motion. It's just a slow process of nerve degeneration and it'll affect everything. 
And so that's what we do. We get those bones moving. We take the stress off of the nerves. We open up the joint space. Now, when it gets severe and chronic and you've tried everything, this is a model that I have. Um, Chiropractic first, drug second, surgery last. Okay, and then you do get a good surgeon. um, And you've tried the drugs and that hasn't helped. One of the things they're going to emphasize is creating space where you're bone on bone. Why? Because it's all about the nerve. It's all about that nerve space. When the nerve is being compressed, it will just die and shrivel up. You'll lose the use of your legs. Uh, Your organs won't function. You know, and so it's so critical to keep things moving, um, keep the space open. And um, I know we've talked a lot about just more detail than we need to, but um, so those are the different levels of the spine. Those are what you can expect, some of the symptoms. But one of the other things, and I'm really getting excited here, but one of the things people think is the adjustment makes you healthy. It does not. It's holding the adjustment, holding the alignment that makes you healthy. Because when you're holding your alignment, your nervous system is functioning better. Your range of motion is better. Your health is better. It's not about pain. There's a lot of people today that will have no pain that will be dead tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. It's just, it's just how it is. You know, and so pain has nothing to do with your health, but this is a deal. Pain is what drives people in. And when we get the nervous system working better, the pain goes away, but a lot of other good things take place. That is so interesting. It's fascinating. Because, I've never gotten bored with it. You know, pain's what drove me in. Mm-hmm. B- before the pain, I, I didn't think about chiropractic. I didn't think about alignment. I didn't think about any of that. I, I, until the pain and the same thing with my knee my knee was my knee has been bothering me for more than a year now and then a couple of i don't know it's been about three or four weeks ago now you put the laser on my knee and it has not hurt since and that which is mind-boggling me but i don't think about it until and Lori asked me last night how my knee was i was like well i guess it's fine because i haven't felt it since dr banning lasered me this is everyday stuff man i'm telling you but in outside that world they don't know what happens in our office and so are you saying let me get this straight so should should a person who's not experiencing any pain would it would it be wise for them to stop in just for an adjustment that is an awesome question now the first part of the question was good the second part not as good oh no <laughs> i'm learning <laughs> um so so this is what happens um people will come in and say hey i'm just here for health and i'll say okay well what's going on with your health and i'll check and see if there are any medications or anything and i'll just ask them, hey rate your health one to ten ten being the highest i'll say oh it's about a seven what would you need to do to get it to a ten or get it to where you're satisfied about your health and i'll be like well you know if i could lose some weight or you know, if I had more energy or maybe if I could sleep better, mm-hmm. I just, I just can't sleep or, you know, I constantly get infections all the time. And then you say, got it. Very good. Is that something that you'd like to do without the use of drugs? Well, can we do this without drugs? <laughs> well, yeah, we don't prescribe drugs here, you know, and they're like, wow, this is awesome. And so I can, I can share with them a way a lifestyle that they can do if they choose to and how far they want to take it that will help with this condition. Awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Okay. So let, let's go from, from opening the door to closing 
or leaving, leaving the office. Let's go to walking in the door to walking out the door. A very first time patient walks in. Let's say they have an appointment. So you're going to talk with them. They're going to fill out paperwork. Um, they're going to talk about their issues, their history. And then you're going to go over that with them. But there's other things that happen. Yeah, um, this is what will happen. You know, patients will come in. They don't know anything about chiropractic. So they'll be like, yeah, I've got neck pain. All right. Wow. So my next question is, do you have any other health concerns, even if you don't think chiropractic can help? And I ask that question because people will be like, well, I've got headaches, but my mom had headaches. <laughs> and her mom had headaches. And so on and so forth. And you're like, okay. But if I could help you with the headaches, is that, is that something you like? Yeah. Okay, so let me ask you this. Between the headaches and the neck pain, which would you like to get rid of most? Well, shoot, if you can, get, you can help me with my headaches, yeah, I've had those my whole life. And there you go. And then we get rid of their headaches. But the thing is, usually with the neck and the headaches, they come together. And so then we'll just kind of go down and say, well, how long have you had the, the headaches for? And Oh, I've had them for about six years. And um, So did anything happen six years ago? Well, not six years ago, but maybe about ten years ago, I was in a really bad accident. Hmm. The majority of people that come into our office are from old accidents, traumas, stress, things like that. And so, um, you know, then from there, we'll, we'll go ahead. And one of the most important questions that we ask is we'll, we'll ask them how it feels and what number of pain is, and if it's radiating or local, things like that. How's it interfering with your life? And then the big one is, you know, if, if they're, if they're really pain is really severe, I'll just say, Hey, listen, I want to set some goals for you. So if we got rid of this pain for you, how would your life be different? And most would be like, Oh, I'm a tough macho guy. I just can't push <laughs> through it. I can do everything on my own. <laughs> hey, Bubba, let me ask you this. If you didn't have to push through it, what would that be like? Never thought about that. Hmm. Well, if I didn't have to push through it. It wouldn't be such a jerk to my family all the time. And, uh, I could probably enjoy work better because I wouldn't be in pain all the time. I'd probably get along with everybody at the job site, too. Nobody likes me. I'm always a grouch. Okay. So there. That's life improvement for yeah. sure. We'll get machos in there, and then we'll get women in there. And women, I prefer women because they're a lot more honest and open with their funny? problems. Yeah. And, um, you know, they'll be like, well, shoot, if you get rid of my headache, you know, I hate to say this. When I come home at night, I just go to bed shut the lights off is that that's pretty routine i said well well mrs jones how often does that happen oh probably happens two or three nights a week mm. you got any kids yeah i got a six-year-old and i got a 10-year-old and she starts crying i said well, what's wrong mrs jones says well i could probably be a better mother if i didn't have these headaches i'm about ready to tear up yeah i see that a lot and uh, it's really it's really tough to, to, to sit there and listen to that and they've been through the whole medical model and so I'm like Mrs. Jones I'm looking forward to your life being better that's my goal for you it's not always the headaches it's my life is horrible with these headaches I mean I can't even cook food for my family when I can't clean the house my husband's like you know, taking care of the kids. So that happens. It happens yeah. a lot. Um, it happens just about 
two or three times a week where people will give me a big, you know, how is this affecting your life negatively? If we got rid of this, what would it do for you? And you're just like, bang. Oops. <laughs> uh, I hit something I shouldn't have hit. But uh, anyhow, so, um, yeah, and then uh, then I'll follow up. You know, hey, on top of that, would it be okay if I got rid of this problem without the use of drugs and surgery? Yeah. And then one really important question I'll ask them is, what is your desire to get rid of this problem on a scale of 1 to 10? Now, you might say, well, why do you ask that? Well, I have a strong desire to help every single patient in this office. But if my desire to help is stronger than theirs, there's going to be a problem. So I won't accept patients, you know, if if they're not going to do anything. Yeah, that's good. You know, I, I didn't realize yeah. that. Passive therapy is just what it is. It's passive. Yeah. Um, you can take a drug and sit on the couch and watch TV. Um, that's not what we do. We get our patients involved and uh, educate them and get them to become active participants in their health care. That's awesome. So also on the first visit, do you x-ray every, every patient? That's a great question, too. Um, there's a saying, uh, to see is to know, to not see is to not know. And adults, I will take x-rays on. Children, um, you know, if, if I see some postural abnormalities, like with a, a low shoulder or a curvature in their spine, you know, or if they have a specific condition that's just hasn't been a chronic condition, I will take x-rays. But most of the children below 10, I don't take x-rays on. Okay. Interesting. Now, if we do have, we, we'll get some kids that have uh, ear infections or, yes, ear infections or um, headaches or ADD. And uh, sometimes, and we'll look at their posture. And sometimes, you know, like the mom's like, well, you know, they had an injury when they were a kid or even the birth process. You know, when the child was born, the APGAR score was really low or they were a preemie. Mm-hmm. Those are cases where you just want to. You know, dig a little deeper, and an X-ray can help. We do an A to P open mouth where we get to see that top bone. Um, you know, because you know, birth is a traumatic process. There's a lot of weight put on that baby's head. It's a very important time. I mean, you got to get that baby out, start breathing. Right. And so, you know, they turn on that head and that neck and pull, and even a C-section. Um, I had a gal ask. I asked her. I said, "What was a C-section like with the birth?" And she says. It was crazy. I felt my whole body come up when they were trying to pull that baby out of my wow my C-section yeah. uterus. Yeah, I didn't. I never realized that. But uh, so there's a lot of trauma put on that baby's uh, neck um, from birth. And if you don't get that, we call that subluxation at birth. Um, if that doesn't get corrected, it can lead to problems with your immune system, like tonsils, adenoids, ear infections, um, and then you put the babies on if they're getting. If they're not getting breastfed and you get them on some kind of formula, they yeah. can have allergies, and then you get them on antibiotics, and then you've got a kid that is going to be a chronic immune system issues set up for tonsil removal, adenoid removal, mm. you know, just chronic issues. So, Okay, so we've talked about first visits. We've talked about... Um, your history, filling out paperwork, uh, Dr. Banning talking with you, uh, x-rays. You can expect all of that. Can I share something else? Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay, so after I show them what we're looking for, um, I'll show them charts and everything and a model here. The consultation with me will we'll spend about 10 to 15 minutes showing them what we're looking for and finding out what, what they want us to do for them. Then I'll take them to the back. 
and then we'll do the exam on them. We'll look for the areas where the subluxations are, and they're usually they're restricted. They're not moving. They're and I'll put my hands on them. They're really sore and tender to the touch. And then what I'll do is after that, um, I'll have our X-ray technologist. She'll go ahead and do a weight-bearing motion study on that specific area, whether it's their neck or their lower back. And what that will tell me is it will tell me how much arthritis is in their neck, how much degeneration they have in their neck. If they have a reverse curve, um, it'll also show where that area, that subluxation is. And it's usually right where the arthritis is. And I'll just tell them, hey, next time you come in, I'm going to show you your x-rays. I'm going to show you what's good and working. And I'm going to show you what's not good, not working, causing your problems. And I'll give you my recommendations. You may not like my recommendations, but I have to share what I feel is best for you. And then you can tell me what you would like to do. And at that point, I'll just, you know, say, great seeing you. Look forward to seeing you at your next appointment. Awesome. That is great. Well, I think that answered a lot of questions um, about what someone can expect uh, from their first visit at White House Chiropractic and Health. And next episode, I think we're going to cover what you can expect on the second visit because that's when things really start happening. Um, that's that's the uh, that's when the rubber hits the road, so to speak. <laughs> it is. It's fun because then you get to you get to learn more things. Because yeah. what will happen is the patient may open up to you even more. Cause sure. Be like yeah. What the heck happened to you? You're not telling me everything. And I'd be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I crashed a plane in a forest, you know. And you're like, oh, <laughs> I'm serious. There's some funny. I, I bet there are. Like, What's that buckshot doing in your spine? <laughs> oh, that doc, that was a long time ago. You know, I pushed somebody over in a outhouse and oh. they came after me with a shotgun. <laughs> that happened a couple of times. You know, oh so, my goodness! Maybe we need to have an episode of just the funny stories you've heard uh, someday. <laughs> I would have to tell the rated G or PG stories. Oh no! <laughs> and it's nothing bad. It's just you're taking care of people, and you you get you come across some interesting folks. And I enjoy it. It's fun. Uh, yeah, I bet it is. Yeah. Well, if you have questions um, for Doctor Banning, or if you want to set up an appointment, you know, you can go to our website which is located at www.whitehousechiropractic.com. I believe that's that's correct. I don't have it here in front of me. Um, but there's a Ask the Doctor section there. You can you can ask a question, and we may answer, answer you here on the podcast if you have a question there, or we may give you a call or just email. Anyway, check with us. Uh, get your appointment. And if you're not in the Middle Tennessee area, go ahead and give us a call. Maybe we can help you find someone in your local area. Dr. Banning, thanks so much for this. It's been eye-opening about what to expect on your first visit. And I'm looking forward to next episode when we talk about uh, the second visit. Yes, that's going to be fun. All right, have a good one. <laughs>